I'm Kelsey Litchfield, joined by Jennifer Campbell and Karen Corgan, and this is Girls Talk Ag. Today's episode is brought to you by Grasshopper Mowers. Nothing gets in the way of hashtag mow day. And it is officially April, which means mow day is coming to a yard near you. How'd you like that? That's nice. I like that. I was just looking at our yard. Of course, you know, where the dogs poop, it's always, you know, looks ridiculously fertilized. So. (laughs) Well, we'll be mowing soon. I'm ready for, well, technically it is spring, but it snowed yesterday. So. Oh my God. It snowed this morning. We went out to load hogs and I'm like, well played mother nature. You're a ballsy bitch. But we got two and a half inches of rain yesterday and it stopped right before the eight-year-old puked all over the sidewalk and driveway. So it didn't get washed off. Of course. Yeah. Of course. There must be some bug going around the school. Ugh. I think there's always a bug in a school, isn't there? Yeah. Honestly. Cooties everywhere. Yeah. Do they still have to wear masks? No. Not in our little school. I think, well, we, I mean, we only have like 70 some kids. Our so. I'm beyond that conversation. I'm sorry to bring up COVID, but I was just curious. Well, yeah. it's going around again. I have a friend who has it right now. Our schools took away the mask mandate a couple weeks ago, maybe. Um, so I don't know. But apparently I didn't know this. Apparently like you still have to wear them on the bus because the buses are federally mandated, whereas the schools are state mandated. Also airplanes. I get that's a lot of people in a tube sharing the same air. Yeah. I spoke at the University of Illinois. I presented to the AgCom classes and we had to wear a mask in the classroom, like the students and everything, but everywhere else, like the hallways and everything, you didn't have to wear one. Right. The junior, one of the junior colleges I teach at, their mandate goes off Monday for inside the classroom, unless the teacher specifies that you need to. So my plan for the fall is if you are sneezing or coughing, then you better put a mask on. And if not, you're fine. But that's just me personally. I think maybe we should all move towards that. Yeah. If you're sick, try not to spread it. And if you're not sick, then it doesn't matter. Yeah. Agreed. All right, people in Japan have done this forever. So, let's talk about something more fun. Yeah, let's talk about something more fun. Well, let's talk about something different. How about that? Because still controversial, but different. Yes, still controversial, but different. What are we calling it? Fake food because it's probably not fake food. What alternative food? But it's food, so is it an alternative? What is what is it called? It's like on the Food Network where the Kids Baking Championship does food imposters. And it may look like a hamburger, but it's really cake. (laughs) Now, I could go for that. Almond milk and Beyond Meat, not so much. I do want to say from the get-go that I'm going to be probably be a little passionate about this. And it's not that I don't think there's room 
on the table for all whatever alternative food, whatever you want to call it, fake food. I don't know what you call it anymore. Other varieties. Plant-based food. Plant-based food. But there are already plant-based foods. I don't know. I'm not saying there isn't room on the table for it. I just have a few problems with it. Number one, I think that uh, the marketing is um, not cool. I just, I just think that putting other food down is not the way to market your food. Number two, if we don't like the product that we're replacing or imitating, why do we want to make it taste and look like it or call it by the same name? And I think there was a third, but I, I don't even know anymore. Have you tasted any of the alternatives? You know, I haven't. I'll, I'll be perfectly honest. I haven't. Uh, like I said, I don't have a problem with it. It's not my forte, but I don't understand why if you don't want to eat hamburger, you want to eat something that looks and tastes like a hamburger. And to be quite honest, we've had plant-based foods forever. Tofu has been around forever. And um, like, is it Country Crock now has their plant-based butter? It's margarine. <laughs> it is a marketing game. It's margarine. Margarine is a plant-based butter. And it's, why are we calling it butter if we don't like butter? I don't know. Chelsea, have you tried any of them? I know. I well, I take that back. I think I tried a veggie burger one time, tasted like cardboard. Um, did not like it. I'll try it if it's if it's offered to me, but I don't go out of my way to eat it because I love beef, pork, and chicken. See, I would eat the tofu in um certain pasta dishes at Noodles and Company. And I braved the Duncan um breakfast sandwich with plant-based meat and that one got to me it was a really slimy texture and I just couldn't even handle it but I was in the drive-thru at KFC and I just asked the lady so how's that going you know and she's like oh you want to try one so she gave me one and I tried it and I mean I it didn't really taste like chicken the texture was similar to what you'd expect when you bite into a nugget um but I mean it just tasted like fryer grease <laughs> yeah Oh. And yeah. like um black bean burgers, haven't they been around for 20 that's years? What I, that's for that's what I've had was a black bean <gasps> burger when I was at um college at the University of Illinois. I got a lot, I got to try a lot of different foods. And um I did try a black bean burger. And I let's like just say did not bean. agree with me. I don't like black yeah. beans, but I do like I might consider it if it was made with Canelli beans or something, but and I like beans, but I, I want them. I, I don't need them in a hamburger patty. I need, I want them in my chili. I like them with my Mexican food. I, I mean, well, let's face it. If you're building a sandwich, you need something to give you some sort of texture in the middle to make it substantial. Yeah. And, and I know they say that <clears throat> like beans and tofu have, you know, the protein content that, that our bodies need as well. But I, I I like my protein and you can ask my kids if you get a headache have you had protein today if you're tired have you had protein today and and um you know I I do a lot of fair life milk for protein I think cheese had lots of protein so I'm not I'm sure they are comparable 
I just don't know that I want them as instead of, or, or to look like. I don't know why we have to look like, like almond milk. Why do we have to call it milk if you don't like milk? Let's call it almond you know. So one of my favorite labs in class is when we do a processing lab and I bring in all of the plant milks I can find at the local grocery store. So we've had almond milk, we've had rice milk, hemp milk, oat milk. Um, I don't know. It, it depends on the day what's in the grocery store. And so then I have the students try them also. <laughs> And I will admit, I tried them the very first lab I did them, but I haven't drank them since. <laughs> but the hemp because milk was the most disgusting. Which one was? Hemp milk. So I guess maybe, maybe I don't know what the definition of milk is. Maybe, I mean, actually, I'm going to look that up. Because when, when you say milk to me, I just assume you mean cow's milk. Well, I think originally it was a milk alternative, like soy milk, because people couldn't digest cow's milk. And so they were putting it onto the market for those people who needed an alternative. And then I think it kind of got hijacked by a different sector of society. And then it's been pushed since then. So originally when it came out, I think it was to fill a need for those who had allergies. Which I'm cool with. Don't get me wrong. I don't I don't have any problem. I think there's room for everybody, whatever. Okay, so a defi the definition of milk is an opaque white fluid rich in fat and protein. That's cool. Uh, but then it adds secreted by female mammals for the nourishment of their young. So calling, unless you call a almond a female mammal, it's not necessarily milk. It would be a milk alternative, but yeah. So I Just suppose if they said milk alternative, that would be a little bit less controversial, but. I think the underlying issue here is the marketing side yeah. of it. It's not true. It's not honest. 100% is marketing. I mean, and, and that's their job, but, but yeah, I don't, I think there's room for everyone. Again, I just don't know why we have to bash one product to make your product look better. Well, I, one of the biggest reasoning is they say it's good for the climate. And then it goes towards the topic issue and concern of climate change, which is a hot, hot topic right now. So they, they so want to look good. That they are measuring the air quality now that Shanghai and China is on lockdown for two weeks and we won't change the number of cows on the, in the universe drastically in the next two weeks. But I think we're going to see that things point a lot more towards industrial pollution than they do towards actual cows burping. So, and I think we saw that with the pandemic here when people stopped commuting, yeah. things were better and the cow, number of cows didn't change much. That's, that's true. That is exactly right. Did you see that Chop Local did their April Fool's Day joke? Did you guys read that? No, I'm having trouble finding it. I barely got to the microphone by the time I was supposed to be here. <laughs> so, uh, damn it. Sorry. I can pull it up. I'm trying here. Do you, do you want I, me to, do you want me to read it? I have it. Yes. How are you so fast? Yeah, I'm on my computer. It, <laughs> go for it, Kelsey. Okay. So this is on the Girls Talk Ag Facebook page from Chop Local. 
It says introducing chopped local plant-based meat. Made from plants raised on sustainable local farms, our plant-based meat is created naturally. Ingredients include a variety of plants, including grasses, legumes, and grains. These ingredients are combined slowly over time and processed in four-stage ruminant system, unlike many plant-based meats that are created in labs. This proven system actually transformed the plants into a great-tasting nutrient dense protein that truly can't be imitated. As an added bonus, the byproducts of plant-based meat production can be used to fertilize the ground used to raise the plants for the next round of meat. Ready to give it a try? Visit choplocal.com and purchase from one of our local farms today. Hashtag April Fool's Day. I absolutely love that. Where is the hats off emoji? When I read that a couple of times and I'm like, it's brilliant. I don't know who came well, up that with just that. Showed, that just shows you it's all in the wording. It is. It's exactly right. It's, it's just all in how you word it and the words you choose to describe stuff. Again, marketing. Mm-hmm. Well, and I think some of these plant-based proteins and also the lab type meat, I think could go a long way to help those in countries that have problems growing crops or suffer severe droughts. So I think there is a place, like you said, there's room for everything. And maybe we need to look at focusing some of those more stable proteins and even lab meats and looking towards, you know, the third world countries or places where people are starving that really could benefit from that type of mass production that wouldn't rely on what happens with the local weather. I agree. Yeah, I agree. I I think, I think there's definitely a place for it, but I think that, um, that bashing other ways of producing food is not the way to kick your product off. We all know I have my issues with marketers in general. <laughs> well, I do. Input people. supplies or anything else. So, I mean, I think it's just the the way of the trade. You know, their sole job is to get their product more market share, mm-hmm. and they do what needs to be done to make that happen. Oh, well, yeah, they're doing I have, it I have a list with of words I hate. They're doing it with their target audience in mind, and yeah. how it's going to um, resonate get their attention. Yeah, and resonate with them, and that's not something that resonates with something with someone like me, to be honest. Yeah, nobody's trying to sell you to plant milks or plant proteins. No, but they show up on my ads a lot for some reason. I did see the local coffee shop was having problems getting oat milk in, and I was like, "Why are we not growing oats locally so that we can supply this coffee chain right here in you know our area?" So I don't even know what it takes to process oat milk. How do you get milk out of oats? And I'm not trying to be sarcastic. I'm like, like almonds, do you crush it? And I don't, almonds, I've seen them on the Food Network. I saw Danica Patrick on the Food Network chopped series make um, almond milk. And she basically did cut, um, chop them up and added water to them and made a milk out of them. Now with oats, I believe they steep them and then take the you know larger pieces back out because oat milk is very thin. I mean, and it's not very, it's not very, um, it's not like opaque, like white milk. It's like barely white from what, from the product that I've tried. So, 
So there are different, yeah, even within the plant milks, there's different ways that they're made. So, and some of them you have to be careful in order to make them taste palatable, have a lot of sugar. So mm-hmm. I always make sure to buy yeah. the new sugar added for my class. <laughs> right. Cause that would make a huge difference. Right. Very so. huge difference. It doesn't matter whether you're on the backfield or the front yard. On Mo Day, perfection is a game of inches. It's a battle of fence line and fierce terrain. Out there on that grasshopper mower, you don't let anything stop your stripes. Nothing stands in the way of a job well done. For more on Mo Day and grasshopper mowers, visit grasshoppermower.com. Do you guys drink a lot of cow's milk? Mm-hmm. Yes. Um, not really. I mean, I have fair life in my, if I drink it, it'll be fair life. Chris says I go through way too much milk for a grown human. It's weird, he says. Like I could drink. But there's there's worse things though that you could be drinking. Yeah, I, I could drink a gallon of milk by myself in three days. Um, I could say, I, I could I, say the same. I I do uh, I do some fair life um, and just regular two percent. I, I do I ultra drink- pasteurized because I need it to last longer. <laughs> yeah. Now the kids um, will sometimes eat cereal, but even that's not very often. I guess our dairy is probably going to come more from cheese and yogurt. Yeah. I um. Have you had fair life yogurt? We do not have that. I need you to bring me some along with that, okay. hemp, that, um, hemp based, uh, non-alcoholic drink stuff you got going on in Indiana over there. <laughs> Where, I have not seen it yet. I'm willing to try it. Um, the fair life, we could, we need to be sponsored by fair life. That fair life yogurt is really good. I haven't seen it here, but we only have it at Meyer, and I, and that's the only place I've ever seen it. Um, okay, I'll have to check our local one. I oh, saw, man, I, I believe I saw it in our local grocery store a couple weeks ago in our high V. Cause now that I think about it, I'm like, Oh, fair life. I've never seen, um, there was it frozen yogurt. No, it's regular white yogurt. Just, uh, refrigerated. Well, I yogurt. saw something though in the frozen section that had fair life on it. Hmm. Uh, I think they have, do they have ice cream now? Maybe it's that. I don't know. I remember seeing Fairlife in the frozen section. I think section. Fairlife might have ice cream now. I tell you what, I could keep Fairlife and Tillamook, Tillamook in business. Um, Tillamook cheese, Tillamook ice cream, and then Fairlife milk, yogurt. I think Fairlife has ice cream now. I'm not sure. I love the Tillamook cheese that's shredded, but it's those big flat shreds. Yeah. Because they melt so nicely over a baked potato, which is what I had last night for dinner. The Tillamook. But Tillamook is from what? California? Fairlife's uh, closer from Indiana. Oregon. So, Oregon. Tillamook, Oregon. Yes. So maybe yeah. I should eat more Rob Jersey cheese because it's only, you know, 15 minutes away. <laughs> Fairlife does have ice cream now. Hmm. So... So yeah, they've got their yogurt, their milk, their ice cream. Indiana farmers taking over the world. Um, but they don't have cheese. 
Uh, you can buy cheese up there at the Fairlife place, but I don't know if they, I've never seen it anywhere else and I don't know if they make their own or not. Um, well, they have, yeah, they have it on site there at the gas station right outside right. the hotel. I've bought it from there. I have too, but I don't know if they actually make their own I don't own think cheese. it's the Fairlife logo though. Yeah, I don't think so either. I think it's the, um, what's the farm name? What's the little agritourism place? Fair Oaks. Fair Oaks. Fair Oaks. I think it's under the Fair Oaks brand. Oh, okay. I've never had uh, that place you're talking about local to you. Do they ship? Yes, they do. But we can meet at Hippie Farmers for a field day and you can bring me yogurt and hemp drinks and I can bring you cheese. <laughs> sounds good to me. We should sounds like a, the ultimate deal. Yeah. <laughs> and Hippie's house is like halfway in between us and then we can go for Mexican for lunch. <laughs> that sounds great. Now we just got to get Joe on board. Oh, he won't mind. Yeah. I don't know. What other kinds of food alternatives are there out there? I mean, I, you can get, okay. So you can get the veggie burgers or, or they don't even call them veggie burgers anymore. They call them a uh, meat alternative. What do they call them? Do they make roast? Plant-based. Plant-based. Okay. Plant-based. Plant-based. Can you buy a roast? Or, or is everything just in burger form? No, because you can get like tofurkey. <laughs> tofurkey. Sorry, that's not funny, but it made me laugh. So um, that's more like in a, that looks more like a turkey breast that can be sliced. See, I don't, this is what I don't understand. And I keep coming back to this. Like if you're not a fan of meat, why do we want it in the shape and the taste of meat I don't think it tastes like meat because a lot of times it's more spices then why um, do we have to call it tofurkey why not I mean is it is well, it because uh, it's tofu in the shape of a turkey or tofu that can replace your turkey what yeah what I mean, it's know. fun to say Jen huh it's fun I, to say tofurkey it is tofurkey is fun to say I won't lie um now I have had someone come at me with the well, sometimes, so, so I guess I need to clarify here a little bit. Sometimes it's, it's people who like meat, but have health reasons that they can't eat meat, like allergies or, you know, so, so there I see that you would want it to resemble meat as much as possible because, but, but sandwich then you're still going to want a sandwich and so whatever protein you put in there I mean you wouldn't put cubes of tofu in your sandwich but you know you would put like thin slices of it in your sandwich I guess to me though if you're opposed to animal agriculture why are we trying to imitate it and call it that why not but I don't think it originated with people opposed to animal agriculture. So tofu okay. was one of the first things made in China from soybeans, where soybeans originated. They made to tofu and soy sauce. So it's been around for thousands of years. Now, granted, here in the U.S., we're more used to meat, but in places like China and India, they're not. They're used to 
tofu, rice, beans, and things like that as far as their protein source. So to us mm -hmm. here, yeah, it is a meat alternative, but it's not an alternative. It's the main source of protein in a lot of other areas. So that's true. Yeah, that's true. So do they eat tofurkey over there on Thanksgiving? They probably they don't, don't have it. Thanksgiving. I don't know, but it sounds <laughs> funny and I needed to say it again. I have, my sister-in-law is from England. And so, you know, we have <laughs> different holidays are always funny because, you know, we get this stuff from her about July 4th, you know, is trader, you know, trader day. <laughs> yeah. And Thanksgiving, you know, we, they don't celebrate Thanksgiving, although Canada celebrates a type of Thanksgiving, but. Yeah, but it's earlier than our Thanksgiving. So, Thanksgiving. yeah. But in England, they eat a lot of curry with a lot of vegetables. And my sister-in-law is somewhat vegetarian. She will eat fish, uh, but she won't eat other types of meat. However, she does cook meat for her children. So. <laughs> so is it like some people don't eat meat because it's a texture thing, not that they're really opposed to animal agriculture. There is a texture thing. It's just, a, is she that way or is she a, is she obviously isn't opposed to it if she's raising her kids with meat. I don't think she's opposed to it. I just don't think she likes it. Uh-huh. She'll eat like the beer battered cod and, you know, like the British type fish, but she won't eat any of the sausages or anything like that. Jen, I think your question about why do they create an alternative product and still make it look like meat, it's not meat. It's to get people to talk about it. Again, you know, marketing. Yeah. It's all about the marketing and to the, the more people talk about it, the more people will hear it and, you know, go on down the line. I think that's the number one reason they want us to talk about it. They want us to get fired up about it. And then their goal is achieved. And, and, and that's true. And I agree. I think that a lot of things like that come down to marketing. It's like, um, you're not supposed to share stuff on the internet that you don't necessarily agree with because the more you share it and say you don't agree with it, it doesn't matter because the more shares they get. And, and they had that kind of power. Uh, I know, right? Same concept is you may not like it, but here we are talking about it and um, bringing attention to it. And someone who maybe hadn't heard of it, which I don't, you must be living under a rock if you haven't heard of it, but you know, now you're like, oh, and so you're like, wonder what, wonder what that is. Google it. And, you know, and it's just all the more ads that are going to show up on your Facebook page. I mean, you know, farmers grow soybeans, they get made into tofu. And some of those farmers also raise beef cattle. So, <laughs> and I think that's the thing. That's when I say there's room for everyone because farmers raise almonds. I mean, they, there's nothing wrong with them having more than one avenue for their product. Um, so I don't necessarily have a problem with alternative foods. And I'm going to say that in quote, because they are foods. Um, again, I, I think, again, I think it, it should just be named differently. You know, yeah. almond milk is a milk alternative. Right. So it's not milk from the definition that you found in the dictionary. It, it, right. And, and I know no one wants to call it nut <laughs> juice because that's funny, but because it's hysterical really and who wants to drink nut juice but but wouldn't juice have to come from a fruit or vegetable oh that's a good question let's just look that up now i never thought about that so what would you i mean technically drink. what you would call it a drink 
kind of like tang isn't juice it's a orange drink <laughs> liquid nut liquid <laughs> that doesn't sound very good either does it <laughs> yep so juice is the liquid obtained from or present in fruit or vegetables So then I think the the question becomes what is there not a definition for um nut liquid Jen I don't think you're going to want to see what comes up on your browser <laughs> <laughs> So be sure Oh no it's okay it's all right I don't have to clear my history a, a nut liquid definition is a phenolic oily liquid obtained from the double shell of the cashew nut and used chiefly in making phenolic resins. Okay, I don't think I'd want to call it nut liquid either. Huh. Yeah, don't look up Urban Dictionary. That's <laughs> not what you want to see. Oh, now here's one. A nut, though, is a fruit consisting of a single seed in a hard shell. So it could be juice. But you're, but the nut is the seed. It's not the, because like apple juice, you wouldn't make apple juice out of the apple seeds, although I suppose they could be ground up into it. Oh, yeah. That's a good question for a horticulturist, which I am not. So I, I actually, oh, yeah. That's actually, you know, what you talk about, you know, creating new words. So what, I don't know what you would call it. Cause like technically by the definition of these words, it doesn't have a word existing for it. I don't know. Well, and if they would have made up their own, then no one would have known what it was. So they and no one would have known what it was. Again, yeah. we're back to marketing. So. And back to the fact that it was originally started for people who had milk allergies was where the market which, started. Yeah, which is, which is fair. So then you've got the people who aren't just opposed to animal agriculture, but can't want the same consistency or the same type of, of drink or, or experience, but can't drink the actual. And again, there's room for everybody. I think, again, marketing. Marketers are a pain in my ass, apparently. <laughs> Aren't you a marketer? Partially? Not in that way. <laughs> <laughs> I just sent you to a story one, just doing a quick Google search on, I, what did I Google? I just Googled USDA's definition of milk. And this article comes up. It's from February 26, 2019 from the Food Institute. And it says plant-based milk wins court battle and labeling war. So they actually had a yeah. oh, lawsuit wow. about, about the definition of milk. Because the dairy industry put the lawsuit up, right? It was painter versus blue diamond. It was who versus blue diamond? Painter versus blue diamond. Okay, because blue diamond Cynthia is the almond company. Painter. So when you get a moment, you can read through that, but I... I knew there had to be a lawsuit somewhere talking about it because it's not a new topic. It's just, it's just something that gets talked about a lot. 
in my opinion. Well, now a lot of the coffee shops have come in where you can get the oat milk or different types of in your drink. So I think when Starbucks, who just recently came out with the, and Duncan with the oat milk. When I order from Starbucks, which I don't do that that often, but if I were to order something from Starbucks, it always comes up as oat milk or something. And I customize it and I say, no, I want 2% milk. So go dairy. You have to, which is interesting. I think again, that you have to specify dairy. Would you, when to me, that's original and you should have to specify, no, I'd rather have oat milk, but theirs is always, their standard is not regular milk. It's, it's a, um, substitute milk or. And is it cheaper form? I wouldn't think so. I don't know. I, I don't think, know. I would think they could charge you more for it, but. I would think they could charge you more for it. I, I would think they would want to do that as an upgrade. Um, but if they give you the upgrade, you have to ask for the downgrade. True. So one time I actually, usually I order on the mobile app, but one time I actually went in there and I said, can I have milk please in it? And she goes, oh, you want almond milk or whatever? I said, no, I want dairy milk. And she just had the biggest surprise look on her face. Yeah, I don't think people... Uh, and you know probably it doesn't occur to some people they probably just assume it's dairy and then never question that it's not maybe they think it's milk flavored with almond which they probably have that out there too Ooh, yeah you have strawberry milk you can have almond flavored milk milk. vanilla milk yep interesting thought i never thought about it that way I mean, I'm drinking a Dr. Pepper cherry zero sugar, but I don't believe there's real cherries in here. (laughs) Right. I think the key word when you talk about alternative or what's the word you're looking for, it's imitation. It's imitating another product, just different ingredients. Yeah. drink what you want but I'm seriously thinking we need to start growing oats around here to because we have a lot of locally owned coffee shops around here I think we need to make our own oat milk around this area why give that market up to somebody farther away I don't know what a uh, processing plant like that cost you know depends probably on the scale i mean i would think some of them could make it themselves in their shops yeah you'd have to be uh you could do small batches you could but you'd also have to be uh oh what's that (laughs) well they have to be food safety certified anyway food safety certified and cleared by your department of health in your county yeah which they would have to do all that anyway because they're they serve food did you oh. say there was a shortage of oats? Is that what you're saying? There was she the local coffee shop that has like three locations and some mobile hot spot mobile spots in this area um, was having trouble, and so they kept saying they kept putting out signs they were out of oat milk. And then she said she finally found half a pallet like two days ago to get them through for a little bit, but is she was having a hard of, time sourcing it. Is it because of Russia Ukraine? I don't think we get oat products from there though 
Well, I just, I just did a simple Google search. Thank you, Google. And it's, it says in 2020, Russia was the second leading global oat producer after the European Union. Hmm. Interesting. It doesn't matter whether you're on the backfield or the front yard. On Mo Day, perfection is a game of inches. It's a battle of fence line and fierce terrain. Out there, on that grasshopper mower, you don't let anything stop your stripes. Nothing stands in the way of a job well done. For more on Mo Day and grasshopper mowers, visit grasshoppermower.com. See, that's one food label that gets me. Like, I don't want to buy fruits and vegetables or apple juice from places outside of the U.S. or Canada. You know, if you look at a lot of apple juice, it's from concentrate from China or some European countries. You know, I make sure that I look at the fruits and vegetables I buy to see where they're made from because I don't necessarily want them from certain countries because I don't believe that we have a high enough inspection rate to really understand, especially with soft type fruits, what herbicides they might be using in those areas. So yeah. country of origin is a big deal for me. I buy my beef local, so I know that it didn't come from somewhere else. What was it? The beef imports that came out this last week were crazy high. Really? I'm just like, why, why aren't we eating our own beef? Why aren't we? Can anybody answer that? We're, uh, I mean, we've got plenty of cattle, plenty of hogs, chickens. Why aren't, are we still not producing enough for our, our own country or what, what is the deal? That is for somebody with a much higher pay grade than me. Well, let us know. know if someone's listening and they know, or they know someone who does know, let us know. I, I would be interested. I would, I mean, I don't obviously don't know numbers, but I would think we surely produce enough to, for a huge percentage to, to provide wow. our own. And I believe I read it on Twitter. So maybe it's not true, but mm. <laughs> So I'm going to go back to the oat milk. Does oat milk not have to be refrigerated? She said she found a half a pallet or whatever. Does I mean, I know it could be refrigerated in a pallet, but does oat milk or almond milk? It but it doesn't before you open it. Okay. I'm always shocked that Fairlife is shelf stable. Mm -hmm. Oh, I do have a question. So say you have shelf stable Fairlife and you open it and then you pop it in the fridge and then you randomly leave it out. Does that make it non-shelf stable? So then well, you, you should throw it away. Can you? I don't know. I don't know. And once you, I don't know, I never read the package. Once you open the shelf stable Fair Life, do, can it stay out or does it have to be refrigerated once open? No, I think it has to be refrigerated afterwards. Okay. Good to know, good to know. I'm gonna be honest. I, I I have no desire to try. I, I'm a little intrigued by oat milk. I think, but I love oats. Um, I have never tried almond milk. Uh, the sugar thing intrigues me that you have to add that much sugar to get any taste out of it. Some of them do. You can buy it right. with and without. Right. 
So I think uh, your assignment before the next podcast is to try oat milk, Jen. I think I will. I actually think I will. And I'll try the sugar free because I think, I mean, I might try both. I'm more willing to try the oat milk than I am the impossible burger. Um, and again, I think that goes back to marketing, how it works in my head. Mm -hmm. um, I also like the texture of meat. So, I mean, that's good. That's, I don't that's want it. Yeah. So anyway, oat milk. All right. Putting it on the list. All right. As we wrap up here, do we have any one last thing to share? Any shout outs or anything? If you guys are looking for Easter basket stuffers, do I know we have stocking stuffers, Easter basket stuffers, um, meet Pete, farmwifefeeds.com with the Play-Doh cutters. Perfect. You know, but that's my opinion since it's my product. So I read that the bird flu is limiting Easter egg supplies. I just saw that we had a, a, a surge of bird flu. Is that here in the United States, right? Mm -hmm. Wow. Mm -hmm. so we had some backyard flocks here in McLean County, but I think it hit some larger flocks in Northwest Iowa. Hmm. It's always something, isn't it? I mean, always genuinely, something. it's just always something. Mm -hmm. Karen, do you have anything else to add? I am going to give a shout out here as soon as I find the tweet I'm looking for. For Samantha, I think it's Sullen. She's a grano mommy. She just put out a book, The ABCs of Farming and Knowing Samantha. It is going to be quite technical. And so I think it will be... I think that um, those in the ag community will like that aspect of it. So I saw that. Definitely another good Easter basket stuffer. A farm kids alphabet. And you can check out Agronomami on Twitter. And she has a website that you can order it off of. So A is for auger. I saw that. Yep. So Agronomami on Twitter is what you're looking for. I wonder what Z is. I don't know. We're going to have to order it and find out. I think I might have to. I do want to share that as an avid podcast listener, especially when I'm on the road or, you know, just working here from home, I listened to um, the way I heard it with Mike Rowe. He oh, had yeah, an episode this past um, week that he released called Where's the Beef? And I'll just share the episode description. It says celebrity fitness trainer and unapologetic carnivore. There you go. Jen, you could start describing yourself as an unapologetic carnivore. Vinny Totorich talks diet, hormones, and why he has a beef with the fake meat industry. <laughs> I'm only about 30 minutes into the episode, so I can't. I can't talk about it that much, but it definitely caught my attention. Um, then he also has a documentary out, I believe called Beyond Impossible. I'm not sure where it's located at that. And he also has a book too. So I recommend that for your viewing, listening, or reading lists. Looking That's forward to it. All right. Until next time. Thanks girls. Have a good day. <laughs>